All right, should we just start this shit? Hit the intro and then... Sure, go ahead. What is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the GITM Podcast, where we discuss the paranormal, true crime, and just general bullshit. And generally, we piss people off, so... I'm pretty good at it. we got to be good at something. That is our thing. I've got a hidden talent that's pissing people off. That's what we do. Boom shakalaka, motherfuckers. I, speaking of comments, I was reading comments lately. Yeah. I got offended. One guy was trying to compliment me, but insulted me at the same time. Why? Basically, he was bitching about you, of course. Yeah. But I was interested in what the older guy had to say. Well, you are the off. older guy. I didn't. He didn't need to... Emphasize. I guess he could have said the other guy. Yes. The older guy. The other dumb shit that's on this video. Anyway. So. That would also be accurate. Tonight we are doing true crime. Travis we're going is doing, to. Is doing true crime. We're what? going to. Is there any Is there any house cleaning? Is there anything? Did you see that fucking video of the UFO in Vegas? No, I did not. Yeah. Apparently there's a video, UFO video in Vegas and it crashed. Supposedly it crashed in someone's like backyard and then there's like a. Like a security camera video of an un- otherworldly being, which I don't think is real. You're saying somebody hoaxed some UFO sh- alien shit? It's a pretty good hoax, If don't get me wrong. Like, it, it, it looked good, I but will, I don't think it's real. I will check into it after the show tonight. Maybe we will do an emergency podcast. Mm-hmm. What else is there? I don't um, know. Started watching that uh, what, Legion of uh, Exorcists on Discovery Plus today. Really? It's pretty. It, it's like, it's kind of like... Uh, shit haunted the like that aaron was on that oh, we interviewed yeah. it's kind of like that but it's all exorcists telling their stories oh speaking like james of, long's on there and shit speaking of exorcist i have an update for the longest time anna our annabelle episode yeah was number one mm-hmm. on the audio side of this podcast really it's been overtaken by what the exorcism of annalise michelle no uh the exorcist the goat of exorcism that one exorcist we got. The one guy, uh, the priest we did. Oh, the one that was full of shit? No, no, the father. Oh. That, the exorcist? Yeah. What was his name? Shit, I should have been more prepared. There's so many fucking episodes to try to no, remember. Father, what's his name? Who did his, like the legendary Catholic. Yeah, did like over a thousand of them? Yeah, here, I'll look it up. I know the one you're talking about. I just can't think of the name. Uh, but it has overtaken... Welcome to the episode, ladies and gentlemen, who are watching on YouTube. While Phil does that shit, I will entertain you with jargon. Father Gabriel Amouf, 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 Amouf. has overtaken Annabelle as the number one downloaded episode. So, 13? No. 13 downloads? No. And actual Michael Kino has moved up. He's to, very popular. To, uh, he's a popular on uh, the YouTube channel. Yes, very. Yeah, but I get a lot of people talking shit about me on that video. But I will, I will give them credit. I will give some credit to the haters that have been in our comments in the past. I have been working very hard on my, uh, my insufferable, unstoppable pattern of interrupting you while you're talking. I, I know you don't, but I know it does fuck up the continuity well, of the story. Frankly, most of the time, I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. That's both ways. And it helps me out. Oh, also, uh, 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 word to the wise, this one's a little shifty. Yes, this isn't the easiest pill to swallow, if you will. Whenever we do true crime, it gets a little, 
it gets a little uh, dicey. Some are better than others as far as like not being offensive to the ear holes. Oh, but the other house cleaning before we get into uh, oh, fuck. this episode. What? Skinwalker Ranch. Yeah. There's there, there's a spinoff. Yeah, you were telling me about it. Beyond Skinwalker Ranch, which is I'm kind of interested because it's got that one uh, CIA, former CIA agent that has made all the rounds on the podcast with the big bushy, you know, the mm. uh, he's in it with another investigative journalist. Yeah. Interesting. Which I kind of like that guy because he, you know, he. He's been on, I think it's hit. I think it was on Rogan's podcast too. Everybody's been on Rogan except us. Hit us up, Joe. Joe will never have. I feel like I, I feel like we could have a pretty entertaining conversation with Joe Rogan. I'd just be high. I'd be, I'd be. Wh- you don't have to get high I'd to do, do Rogan on DMT, floating in the in the tank. I mean, you don't have to be fucked up to do Rogan. No, but uh, I would if he offered, just because I'd be like, yes, I would literally, I would Joey Diaz it. I would call him Joe Rogan the whole time. <laughs> Joe Rogan. Yes, Joe Rogan, Mister Rogan, cocksucker. Um, but I bald Jesus. But beyond Skinwalker Ranch, I, I started to kind of watch a little bit of it, but I, I got busy doing something. It yeah, it's a little bit more interesting. I have a problem and with it. Doesn't the type. have dragon in it. I have a pro. It doesn't have dragon. Not. I'm sure. Already better. I'm sure he might make a cameo every now and then. You he, mean. You mean fuckstick Magoo that just holds a gun and acts like he's a badass? Yes. That always has that look like he's confused or constipated. Yeah, that guy that in the first episode that I watched was walking around the like while they're landing a helicopter in the middle of a field and he's got a shotgun. Like, that's going to fucking do you any good in that wide open space. Yeah. Were you expecting to have close combat with somebody? Like, we, we might as well just, like, I bet you his backup, he, like, he doesn't even have a handgun as a secondary. He pulls out, like, a karambit knife. And he's just like starts doing like Street Fighter uh, selection screen movements until somebody comes at him. Somebody rips out his spine. Yeah, I have a problem with the title of that show though. Beyond Skinwalker. Yeah, why the fuck is it Beyond Skinwalker Ranch? It's like it, they're going beyond Skinwalker. I understand that. Of- so it literally has nothing to do with Skinwalker Ranch. No, no, it's just the same characters. No, they're relating the experiences. What they're do- they're doing? They're relating the experience or the activity at Skinwalker. Oh, uh, so. It, it goes beyond the ranch if there's some kind of similarities between. Are they trying to look for connections between Skinwalker Ranch kind of. and. Oh, fuck you. Like, You're just trying to monopolize. See, like, and I don't know. You've watched the first season. You haven't watched the other seasons. <laughs> I think I watched part of the there's second season. There's a big season. emphasis on a certain frequency. I think it was 106 kilohertz or whatever. 106.3. Something kilohertz. Yeah. WKRP <laughs> in Cincinnati. <laughs> Bang! And they're trying, they're, they're like the one episode I started to watch, it did kind of, they were kind of running experiments with that frequency. I see. So I, I, maybe I, that's the paranormal frequency. I just love a Beyond Skinwalker Ranch. What do you think? What else do you think was on the list of, of options for titles? Skinwalker Ranch and other shit. How to get rid of Dragon. God. I like, and apparently he was like a beloved character. You know what? He needs his own spinoff. And you know what it should be called? Dragon. Enter the dragon. Oh, my God. Be like his first gay porn video. Enter the dragon. You know, speaking of gay porn. Happy Pride Month. Speaking of gay porn. Speaking of gay porn. You know, Happy Pride Month. You, we will get into this uh, true crime here in just a minute. But I, there's something I've thought about today that really... Has, you know how I, I enjoyed the movie Maverick. Yeah. But I hate it. Top Gun Maverick. Top Gun Maverick. Not, uh, not, not to be confused with... Mel Gibson. And, yes. Top Gun Maverick. 
I enjoyed the movie, mm-hmm. but the aftermath of it, I cannot stand because it has brought back 70 porn stash. Oh, I mean. Everybody has a 70s porn stash, which is the most hideous look of all time. Yeah, you know, there's worse. At least it's not pork chop sideburns. The, I don't know. It's it's close. If you now, if you have both, it's cool. you're fine. You're you're I mean, in the green. Jesus then. Christ! Is there anything else going on? Uh, apparently, NASCAR's uh, taking part in the Lamal for the first time in ever however long. Well, that's just stupid. Oh, they apparently they like fully. Cha- I don't know dick about it, but I guess they fully changed the aerodynamics of the cars and shit. I'm like, yeah, no shit, because those cars ain't meant to do 24 hour races. No. But they're gonna. We'll see. What else? Uh, anything fun happened in the past week? Dog stopped having seizures. Medicines. That's good. Better living through chemicals. Shout out to Big Pharma. We are, we love the Big Pharma here. <laughs> anything uh, else? Uh, no. Really diving back deep into the uh, the lost civilization still. Oh, with. Uh, what Graham Hancock? Yeah, that's part of it. Okay, and then other people as well. I'm finding my way. I'm sifting through. I actually listened to Graham Han- Hancock when he was on. Uh, what's the name of uh, Russell Brand's podcast? Oh. Surprisingly listenable. At least that one. I've that's the only one I've listened to. For I do not. I'm not a big fan of Russell Brand, but I can listen to him pontificate. Yes. I mean his. I've not. I've listened to some of his. Uh, his, well, I don't think he's on YouTube anymore. No, he's on. He starts on YouTube and then he goes exclusively to uh, Rumble. Yeah, I haven't. I've watched some of his stuff, which he's a very bright guy. Yeah, yeah, he's not an idiot, and he's very fair in his opinions. Mm. It's rational, mm-hmm. in which I let's be honest, people like him in that field tend to go one way. Yeah. But he's very open-minded to all things, very common-sense-oriented. Which which is bullshit if you're not. You kind of have to be. Yeah. But, yeah. oh, also, um, the machine fucking tanked, apparently, in its opening weekend. No shit. Made, like, $5 million. Oh, poor bird. Well, they did it on Memorial Day weekend. That's supposed to be a big... I thought that not was... this year, apparently. Because it's not the only one, apparently. Like, like, I looked into it, like, two or three other, like, decently big releases also fucking flopped really yeah you know what i'm gonna have to go see it just to i mean i was gonna go see it anyway because i want to well i want to see that and i want to see guardians 3 before it leaves theaters because mm-hmm. like i'm not the biggest movie theater person but like some shit like that is cool to see in theaters yeah. just like when we went to see avatar 2 like cool movie to see in theaters you basically got to watch a whole movie about kyogre from pokemon <laughs> all right and a bunch of blue fox i say we get into this true crime bullshit. I guess well, we're out. We're done with house cleaning. I don't have anything else. I don't think there's anything else crazy that's happened. I mean, you're not coming out of the closet, so I think we're good. I had a really enjoyable time last night when uh, I tried to buy my boss a shot. I was like, "Fuck that! Get him a shot!" And he turned it straight around and he said, "No, get these two a shot." And we were like, "Yeah, yeah." That, we will talk about that for a minute. What I went to pick you up from work. Well, you it at was five it, o'clock. And what time did we get out of the bar? Oh, like 10-something. 
It took but, us five hours to get out of the bar. Well, I stand by the argument of, well, one, we did get into some good conversations with, yes. with uh, several people that we both know. Yes. It was a good night of good conversation. Mm -hmm. And I stand by the fact that at one point I was like, are you going to have another one? And you were like, no, we can get out of here. I got stuff to do. And I was like, what do you have to do? And he was like, I got to come. I got to go out tonight. And I was like, this is where you go out. And you were like, yeah. And I'm like, motherfucker, we're already here. Why go home and then come back? Let's just hang out for a while. So that pretty much, we never did. We were going to go get something to eat. And we did about 10 o'clock. Yeah. We stayed at the bar so long. I had to eat dinner there and then eat again because I'm a fat ass. All right. Well, it's because you just fucking ordered and you got 20 shrimp. I was like, Jesus Christ, are you trying to get iodine poisoning or mercury poisoning? I, 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 and I ate them. At the bar. Yeah, you did. Got slowly. Very slowly About you ate them. two or three at a time. <laughs> got them to go in the bag and slowly just. I was singing fucking uh, Rick Astley. Yes. There's some. Well. I remember there's some random couple I don't think I know across the bar, and they were enjoying the shit out of it. Because yes. the guy we were sitting with was like, I hate this fucking song. And I was like, no, you don't. We're no strangers to love. That's what if I watch, we're going to get a fucking copyright strike. I, I think we're good. I don't think we played it long enough. All right. All right. Let's get ready? into this. What are we talking about? Tonight, we're talking about David Parker Ray, a.k.a. the Toy Box Killer. First of all, fuck a motherfucker with three fucking names. Yeah, three especially this names. twat waffle. Now, David Parker Ray was an American kidnapper, torturer, serial um, sexual assaulter. Which, I have learned my lesson. We You you avoid that word. You don't want to say the R word. The hard, hard R. And... Anybody who knows what we're talking about and is okay with that activity, go fuck yourself. Public as well. Um, and, well, and he was also a suspected serial killer. Suspected. Yes. Okay. He was accused by his accomplices of killing several women and was suspected to have killed as many as 60 people from Arizona and New Mexico. Well, it's Arizona and New Mexico. <laughs> Dude, well, that's what, that, really that, that, well, that's a lot of I'm it. They, they theorized that a lot of, like, they didn't really find, they didn't find bodies. And they theorize that a lot of, like, if the numbers they think were factual for his body count, they think a lot of them ended up just getting tossed down old mine shafts and shit like that in the desert. Huh. Which, likely, I feel like, I mean, what are you going to do? You're gonna, like, one, you're not going to find all the mine shafts and, like, cave entrances. They're still discovering them. Didn't Two, you drop a fucking body down there. It's not going to last long before it's just bones. Didn't we bring this guy up in another episode where we were talking about a bunch of serial killers? Probably. I think so. Now that I think, because you said accomplices. Mm. Well, then the toy box killer is deceptive. It has nothing to do with, like, kids. Right. We'll I, get into that. I think I think we've kind of highlighted this in a multi-person episode, I think. But anyway. What's up, Moon Unit? Actually, we'll get into that right the fuck now. The name toy box killer. Oh, shit. OBS is acting up. We apologize. Calm yourself. Oh, we're back. We are back now. Sorry. For so me. the name Toy Box Killer came from Ray's use of a soundproof trailer equipped with items used for sexual torture, which he himself referred to as the Toy Box. Oh. It was like a, yeah, it was like an old tractor trailer up on blocks and shit. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah, he was, really, he was a really good guy. So let's get into this. Let's, let's get right into the news. Okay. <laughs> Excuse me. David Parker Ray was born on November 5th, 1939 in Belen, New Mexico, to Cecil Leland Ray and Nettie Opal Jensen. Well, no wonder he, he, he's fucked up with the parents' names like that. Cecil and Nettie? Seti? Nettie Opal? 
Nestle. Mm. Nestle Lee Crunch. Whatever. I guess it's. Speaking of, can we talk about the fact, you know what is a forgotten freshness for candy? So let's be real. Nestle Crunch is a good candy bar, no matter what anybody says about it. Yes. You remember Bunch of Crunch? No, I didn't the little this. The little Crunch Bar Clusters. Like, they came in a box. You get them at the movie theaters and shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Back when everybody's mom wanted to get fucking snow caps Welcome for some reason. Boy Radio. I just don't understand snow caps. Is that that like, like, shit? No, nah, it's, like, it's like those dark chocolates with, like, little white sprinkles on them. Oh, they look like little those, dog shits with sprinkles. I'm thinking of those big things with pink balls. Snowballs? Snowballs, that's what I was thinking. So I don't that. mind snowballs, even though I'm not a big coconut person. I hate coconut. But snow caps are very... Snow, as the kids say, snow caps are mid. I'm old, so I don't understand what that's I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory. Mid. Mid. Middle road? Yeah. Okay. They weren't bad if you put them in Average. popcorn, though. You put snow caps in popcorn and mix it up, not bad. Oh, okay. Or like milk duds. Hmm, okay. You're welcome. That's your fat kid tip of the day. Right here from the GITN podcast. We need like a little animation to say, fat kid tip of the day. Because between the two of us, we could literally have at least one fat kid tip of the day every episode. Helping the fat get fatter. Yeah, like make two grilled cheeses and then use that as buns for a burger. <laughs> Weird. Or cut a fucking Krispy Kreme donut in half and flip it over and grill the glazed parts or grill the sliced part in the middle and then flip those over so your fingers don't get sticky and put a burger on that. We were fighting back against against the health craze. Well, all, what, fuck, the health, fuck the health craze because apparently we're allowed to like utilize and buy, I think potentially buy quote unquote organic products from China who has the worst uh, air quality in the world. Fuck you, Whole Foods, you pieces of shit. Makes me just want to go to a fucking a pasture to plate and get a half a cow. Don't have anywhere to put it, but all right. So, where was I? Uh, yes, parents, Opal, and David is David and his younger sister Peggy lived with his mother's disciplinarian parents, Russell and Dolly Parker, on a small ranch because of his parents' poor financial situation. Wee. Now. He deserved everything. Fuck this guy. <clears throat> Excuse me. Now, their father would visit from time to time, but was a violent alcoholic who would bring David magazines depicting sadomasochistic pornography. Which, I'm surprised there was so much of a market for that in, like, the fucking 50s. 40s, 50s. They were just as fucked up as we were. I mean, yeah, but yeah. I didn't think it was, like, published. Oh, I th I'm sure it was. it was probably black market. I'm sure there was some. Fair enough. I didn't think about that. Travis, little word, educational history. Human beings have always liked to fuck. I know. I saw a picture. It was like, it was like a very phallical stone carving thing. And it was like, uh, what was it? It was like model cucumber circa 1300 BC. I'm like, yeah, okay. Cucumber. Yeah. Because that's what they were doing. They were taking the time out of their day to, for days on end to chisel cucumbers out of stone. Because, you know, they have to have fake fruits and vegetables for their cornucopia on whatever they called Thanksgiving before Christopher Columbus <laughs> plundered the Native Americans. Yes. Still want to know what they want, what native first nations, American, uh, whatever the fuck want to be called. 
Because somebody, I heard, I was talking to somebody about it not too long ago. They were like, well, I don't understand why they don't like Native Americans. I'm like, because it wasn't fucking America. Like, they're not native to America. We named it America. It's one of those things where you, you can't please anybody. Damned if you're right. Do if damned if you right. don't. I like First Nations. That's what they call them in Canada. The, uh, I guess. Or indigenous. Yes. I, I mean, that's, that's fair. The great and wise natives of this land. That's, that's fair. But you can't please anybody. Everybody's good. Some, somebody's already gonna, always going to get butt hurt about something. That's fair. That's true. Now, David was bullied by his peers at Mountaineer High School because of his shyness, which led him to abusing alcohol and drugs from a young age. Don't want to hear your excuses, David. Now, David's sister found a stash of sadomasochistic drawings and pornographic pictures of bondage practices, and the two became estranged because of this. Fair. Obviously, she would be really pissed off in today's porn world with sister porn. Well, yeah. Yeah, fair enough. I was going to say, it's his sister. I feel like that's just weird. Like, but, you know, you know, woe is me. My brother's got porno. It's not the fact that your brother has porno. It's that. Like, how old was he at this time? That would be good information to have. So 39, so somewhere. Probably too young. In the late 40s, early 50s. Hmm. Now, I will say, I will warn you, this story jumps around a little bit over time. But uh, so David would go on to work as a mechanic after school, including being a mechanic in his time in the U.S. Army, from which he was honorably discharged. Um, yeah, that's a shocker. Now, after leaving the military, he got a job working as a maintenance man for the New Mexico Parks Department in Truth or Consequences, New Mexico. Who the fuck named that town? Fuck you. Did they just walk around playing Truth or Consequences? I don't know, but they fuck off. That's just not a good name for a town. Here's. The- the thing about that. Do you want to play that? I'm always taking truth because I don't give a shit. And also, what the fuck? I, hopefully they didn't let this person name any other towns anywhere. They'd be like, oh, welcome to our new town. We just named it. What'd you name it? Town next to a river with a red building. That's a sick name. Only in New Mexico. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. We're covering New Mexico a lot on this podcast. Yeah. Oh, there's a lot going on there for not going having anything going on there. <laughs> Now, in 1997, David met 37-year-old Cindy Hendy. Cindy Hendy? Cindy Hendy. Real name, swear for God. Now, Cindy worked at a state park and was fleeing charges of grand theft and drugs, drug charges in Washington State when they met. So we're off to a bang-up start. The two became romantically involved and bonded over their shared violent sexual fantasies. Well... Everybody's got somebody for them. Yeah. I mean, the, how could this go wrong? You know? Now, by the time David met Cindy, he had been married and divorced four times and had two children, one of whom his daughter, Glenda Jesse Jean Ray, was an accomplice to some of her father's crimes later on. So, you know, it's like better half went to the fucking Hank Williams concert yesterday. It's a family tradition. <laughs> At least uh, our little buddy up the street's not blaring Hank Jr. He was listening to music, but it wasn't Hank. Uh, he's he's diversifying his musical taste here lately. Yeah, into like ACDC. Which, I'm not going to complain. Mm. I, you, we all know I'm not the biggest ACDC fan. All due respect to them, I get it. But like, if I have to hear Thunderstruck or Back in Black in a bar one more fucking time, I'm going to drive my head through a goddamn sheet glass window. I, I feel your pain. 
And all those people are like, Jake, every time they say Thunderstruck, no. Well, why not? Oh, hold on. Let me explain this one more time. Because no. Because that's dumb and we're adults. I will say, though, we should bring back the game Wizard Staff. Have you played Wizard Staff? No, I am not a dork and I get late. Oh, no. Wizard Staff is fun. You drink, and every time you finish a beer, you duct tape the empty beer to the bottom of your new one. And every so often, there's like a, you like lay out a set of rules, and it's like you get to like five, and you can like pick your poison. You can like be like, nobody can say this word until everybody gets to this many beers. And then you get to 10, and you can be like, you can only drink with your left hand, or you have to chug your beer. And I'll tell you what, them fucking. Wizard staffs get pretty tall after a while. Throwing a shot, what do you take the fucking glass? All bets are off. No, that's 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 uh, those are extracurricular. Oh, okay. Yeah, those are not within the the bounds of the game. Wizard staff or battle shots. Maybe next time we're at the bar, we'll try that. (laughs) I got duct tape in the car. Have you played battle? We don't have bottles at the fucking bar we go to, or cans. Oh, that's true. Get real shifty. We should do with bottles. We'll just flip them every other one. Have a nice little handle where the long necks come together. Yeah. Somebody gets stabbed on accident for sure. It's okay. Or battle shots. Battle shots is a good one. You ever play that one? You take two pizza boxes, preferably, because it makes life easy, and you flip them up, and you tape them together, and then you make a battlefield thing on there, or a a battleship force on there, and you like make your boats out of shots, and you play battleship. That's actually smart. I fucking vomited profusely playing that game in New York off of... uh, I think it, excuse me. I think it was like raspberry vodka. It was fucking terrible. It was super gross. Anyway, so by the time, uh, sorry, I already read that part. Fuck me. Jesse actually tried to uh, warn his daughter. Jesse actually tried to warn the FBI about her father's criminal activity in 1986, and FBI FBI. FBI agent Doug Beldon recalled Jesse Ray's claims and said. She, quote, she alleged that David Parker Ray was abducting and torturing women and selling them to buyers in Mexico. Also makes sense. Between that and the throwing them down the fucking mine shafts and shit. Pretty good ways to get rid of, uh, of, of victims. So, wait, what the, f- oh, did I, okay, there we go. So, David Parker Ray repurposed a cargo trailer that he had put on his property as we were talking about earlier with the toy box thing the door of this trailer had two deadbolts and upon entering it had a sign which read the devil's den there's also another thing that said something along the lines of like i'm very busy so politely piss off or something like that and i was like i like that yeah you know put on a shirt if you took that and separated it from the scenario at hand it'd be pretty good yeah now at the center of the room was a gynecological chair equipped with straps, electroshock equipment, and other kinds of restraints and tools, if you will. Hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, there was a camera set up in view of the chair in the trailer, and above the chair was a mirror and a TV, which allowed him to make sure his victims had to watch what was happening to them while he was torturing them and assaulting them. That's just me. Yeah. Uh there was also numerous sex toys, torture implements, syringes, and detailed diagrams showing ways of inflicting pain. And there was a homemade electrical generator to electrocute his victims. You can feed her. Are we going to pause? Wait for it. Oh, okay. Fuck it. Now, it's believed that Ray spent up to, you ready for it? $100,000 on this trailer. 
between purchasing the trailer and equipping it. We're talking like there was massive amounts of sex toys and like whips and chains and all the kind of shit that Rihanna's into. Like uh, even like ones that he made himself, there was one that was like, there was just this huge dildo with like fucking spikes on the bottom of it, like going outward. So basically in theory, if he were to use it on one of his victims and they like struggled or moved around, these spikes would just stab him in the legs and shit. It's a real piece of work. This guy we're talking about tonight. This is why I said in the beginning, careful now, cause this gets a little rough. No pun intended. Now, Ray sexually tortured and presumably killed his victims using whips, chains, pulleys, straps, clamps, leg spreader bars, surgical blades, electric shock machines, and saws. If anybody's wondering, Phil was just scratching his balls off camera before he sat back down. That's nice of me to do. It was even funnier to say it on live and on the microphone so everybody that's listening knows what we do. We feed dogs and scratch our nuts off camera and shit. So you're not missing that much on the YouTube live stream other than our ugly fucking faces talking shit. Now, are we, are we up to speed so far yes. with this, this depravity of this piece of shit? He's had a lot of sex toys, spent a hundred thousand dollars. Dude, you will no. Like if you don't, you already, you let me gather myself. You already kind of have to hate this fucking guy and you'll just continue to hate him more throughout the story. Now, there was a black and red robe found in the trailer along with a clipboard next to it that was assumed to be a ledger of the date of these people, these women's kidnappings along with numbers that are believed to be how many times that particular person was sexually assaulted or beaten. Well, if you're going to be a serial killer and do horrible things to people, at least keep good notes. I guess. I like organization. I mean, yeah. I... Be good or be good at it, I guess, right. type of deal. I'm down. <laughs> now, there was also a cork board covered with pictures and drawings of women that had probably been tortured and assaulted in the trailer. Some of them, which definitely. What are you looking for? My phone. What did I do with my phone? Uh, oh, well. Is it in your butt? Is it in your hoodie pocket? No. Is it in your pocket pocket? No. All right. Well, I'm out of ideas. I don't give a shit. So we're going to move on. Now, above that board was a sign that said, The Lore of Satanism. So it was basically just him being a douchebag and having like a little shrine to his debauchery. So now is he, does he identify as a Satanist? I didn't see anything that said so. I think he was just, he was very into mind games. He's a real cockbag in that way. Well, he's a cockbag in a lot of ways. Let's not, let's not, you know, let's not tie down his cockbaggedness to one realm of cockbaggery. He had a whole cockbag full of cockbaggery. Just a plethora of cocks and bags. Like, like if Larry Flint was like a mall Santa. Just a big bag of cocks. <laughs> okay. Are we we're on the same page there? Good. Get it? Got it? Good. Now, a along with that corkboard, there was a list of reminders for David Parker Ray. Such as, a woman will say anything or do anything to get loose. I think we can go out on a limb and say anybody would say anything. Yeah, you would think. I don't think it's... I, don't, I think women are getting a, getting a, a bad rap here. No. Um, I know I would. 
Yeah. Also, uh, talking about all the things someone will do or say to get out of the situation, including excuses, which he referred to as, quote, sob stories. Uh, the list ended with him reminding himself that if the woman was worth taking, they were worth keeping, and that they had to be hypnotized before they could be released. I don't think this sounds like a good plan. Yeah. I, now, surprisingly efficient somehow for for at least some of the cases. Because, again, we're talking about potentially like 60-something people. So in somewhere in the 50s never got found or anything like that. I'm just saying, if you're going to let them go, I do not trust hypnosis enough to if i'm going to be a serial well it, it it you'll well, you'll hear more there's like it, it's like chemical hypnosis so we'll get into that okay now again along the and walls sleep. yeah like just going across like you're just looking at walls full of just dildos and cattle prods and restraint systems and like yeah. homemade sex not even i they're not even sex toys they're, 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 at this point they're sexual torture devices well, you know if he kidnapped me i'd walk in there and say now we're having a party, baby. You'd be like, put that giant dildo down on the ground and watch old Phil do a cannonball. Now you're speaking my language. Yes, sir. Now, among the multiple things found on this wall of debauchery, there was a wooden apparatus believed to be used to hold a victim in place while they were sexually assaulted by himself, his friends, or possibly even his dogs. His dogs? Did you yes. say dogs? Yes. It is alleged. What, what kind of dog are we talking? I don't talking know. About Samson kind of. I don't dog know. It would, or but, Chalupa kind of. I don't dog. think it matters. But it was alleged that like he would put like like a pheromone or something on the person to like get all. But yeah, so well, that's like, uh the male version of Chalupa. If that dog sexually assaulted me, I don't think I'd feel anything. I think that's besides the point. But if I think Samson sexually assaulted me. I'm walking funny for a few days. I think we're focusing on the wrong okay. fact here. Okay. I think it's just the fact that there was potentially dogs being used to sexually assault these women. Uh, okay. I I'm, think that's the main point here. Okay. Fuck me for being an asshole. Just asking the hard-hitting questions. Now, Ray would often play an audio tape recording of his voice uh, for his victims whenever they regained consciousness. Jesus Christ. We'll address that later. Now, Ray detailed how he would occasionally release his captives after severely drugging them to induce amnesia to prevent women from repo reporting the assaults. Now, this is a quote from one of his videos. I get off on mind games. After we get completely through with you, you're going to be drugged up real heavy with a combination of sodium pentothal and phenobarbital. They are both hypnotic drugs that will make you extremely susceptible to hypnosis, auto-hypnosis, and hypnotic suggestion. You're going to be kept drugged a couple of days while I play with your mind. By the time I get through brainwashing you, you're not going to remember any remember a fucking thing about this little adventure. Can I ask a question? Sure. I'm not an expert on uh, kidnapping and drugging people, but aren't thank God? Um, aren't those things hard to get? So it, 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 you would think. I think to be a nice paper. Well, we are talking about the 80s, so I mean. And we're also like, I mean, no, this is like the 90s and shit, too. Okay, no. I, but, but I think there'd be a paper trail. I just don't think any time. I mean, not if you're getting that shit black. Go down the fucking drugstore down to CVS and pick that shit up. No, but I mean, I'd imagine it's pretty fucking easy to get on the black market. Okay. Well, fair enough. You can get everything else on the fucking black market. You fair know enough. what I mean? So I doubt that it'd be very hard to get that. 
now in 1999 david and cindy met cynthia vigil in albuquerque where she was working as a sex worker david offered cynthia twenty dollars for oral sex and when she agreed and entered his rv cindy hendy i had to throw her last name in there again helped david tie her up and gag her before they drove her over a little over an hour away which was they were heading back to you know the, I mean, the toy box did he at least give her twenty dollars probably not i mean that seems like, like a fair deal I don't think that's a fair deal at all. Well, I'm just on his part. He's getting a bargain. Fuck him. He shouldn't get anything. Well, I'm just saying. No, you're, you need to stop arguing for the fucking serial killers and sexual assault people. It's not a good look. I'm not arguing. I'm just saying if she agreed to $20. No, the only, the, 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 the thing to take away from that is sex workers need to better know how to value their trade i'm not well i mean i guess 20 dollars is like a decent amount of money if it's like in, well in 99 not really 20 bucks was 20 20 bucks would fill your car up in 99 and then some i ain't get a six pack. yeah that was back before 9 11 yeah okay so 20 bucks is a trip to the gas station in 99 yeah i'm just saying get you a big gulp and some gas and like a pack of fucking Kentucky's best menthols. Ugh. Okay, I'll quit siding with the serial killers. I'm sorry. Just playing devil's advocate here. I mean, if there's like a... If it's like, oh, his, he was six and his dad beat him with a stick just for speaking. Like, then you can be like, oh, that's fucked up. Okay. But when we're talking about sexual assault, especially when dogs come in, there's no argument. Look, where the fuck? Since when do you hang out with us? Julia said, dog sex? What are you talking about? It's going to be okay. It is weird. She never comes over here when we're in here. Now, where was I? Uh, Cynthia. Yes. Now, uh, no, not yet. Cynthia was restrained at the toy box and woke up to, to a video of David explaining what was going to happen to her, which I think is really fucked up. It's literally Saw. So you're saying Saul ripped off this guy? Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, like he's abducting people and they're waking up to videos of him explaining what's going to happen to them. We're going to play a game. I mean, I admire the the work he's put into this. He I mean, I, I, thought this through. I, I, I'm not going to say I will give him credit, but like I will acknowledge, like if you're going to do it, fucking do it at least. You know what I mean? Don't you're spending a hundred thousand dollars on this shit. Like at least there's that. I admire the preparation. Now H. Yes, if we could just channel this into something more productive. Right. We, instead of the fuck trailer, why don't you make it like a traveling veterinary office? Or for, you know. To, Mobile to breath play, exams before to play, a thing. To play devil's advocate, literally almost anything other than what you used it for. Mobile slaughterhouse, better than this. That is true. Like mobile uh, safe needle heroin dispensary, better than this. Condom handout. Literally anything. So, that being said, we move forward. Now, Cynthia did escape after three days of captivity on March 22nd of 1999. To escape, she waited until Ray had gone to work and then unlocked her change with change her chains with keys that Cindy Hindi had left on a nearby table. Cindy 
noticed Cynthia was attempting to escape, and a fight ensued. Girl fight, like in the awesome. trailer in Kill Bill 2, when she plucked that bitch's eye out. Was that Vivica A. Fox or... No, Vivica A. Fox was the one she killed in front of her daughter. Lucy that, Lou's one? No, Lucy Lou's the one she had the samurai fight in the Maybe snow. She, that was... Um, what didn't she have a The blonde. Lucy? No, I don't think so. The blonde one. one. Fuck. like a restaurant or something. Was it Bo Derek? Oh, yeah, Bo Derek. Yeah, with, she already had one eye. The, the black mamba. Yeah, yeah, she, yeah, yeah. she already had one eye and then she snatched the other one out like yeah. Pai Mei. Yeah. Yeah. Great movie. In Buck's trailer. Great movies. Oh, and f- phenomenal. Gonna, gonna, I'm now going to have to watch them. I haven't watched them in forever. Now, during the struggle, Hindi broke a lamp on Cynthia's head, but she unlocked her chains somehow anyway and stabbed Hindi in the neck with an ice pick. Fucking good for you, you know, girl. I've actually never seen an ice, ice pick. Like in, in person? In I have. Life. I have. Surprisingly. I've we been, used to have one at work, I think. With the invention of cubes, ice cubes, in the ice cube trays. Well, yeah, trays. but now we're getting to the point where all those fancy bars be making, like, square ice cubes and shit like that, and they chip them off of giant ice blocks. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't go to a fancy bar, so... No. That, sir, will be $14.72 for 2.24 ounces of bourbon and 7 pounds of ice. Thank you for your patronage. Politely fuck off now. Come and see us next week where we raise our prices by $6 and add no bourbon but more ice. Come to ladies' night where it's a dick-shaped ice in a cocktail glass. I love seeing those videos of people like they do all that artisan glass and shit. And they'll be like in tall glasses and people have like this $14 or $15 like mojito. And you grab this big-ass ice cube and pull it out and there's like that much fucking liquid actually in the cup. It's fucking bullshit. That's why when I get fountain drinks... I love these people. Fill the ice up. I, just you're, enough. You're like, getting, just a of you're ice. You're getting screwed. It's already cold. Yes. You just, just enough to keep it cold until you drink a it. Bit, that much, that yeah. much ice. A good three inches of ice. Yeah. Oh. And when, when we both know what a good three inches is like. You're going three inches deep all day long. What is it? I saw a fucking video. It was like... When you give her the first two inches, and she says deeper, and it's like there's one left. <laughs> there can only there can be only one. Anyways, so yeah, she stabbed a bitch in the neck with an ice pick. Good, fuck her. Uh, she fled while wearing only an iron slave collar and padlock chains. So she basically took off like uh, Princess Leia. Oh, the uh, cast iron bra. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Well, minus that, even. So she ran down the road looking for help, which she did find uh, in a nearby homeowner who took her in, comforted her, and called the police. Good job. And that was that the order she did the shit in? I hope so. Either way, honestly, call the police is probably the first thing. If, that's it, what I was if, if we walk out there and there's a naked chick on the front porch with a fucking collar on, the cops are on the phone before the door's all the way open. Well, hold on a minute. <laughs> I'm just joking. Like, any naked human being ends up on the front porch. The cops are getting called ASAP. In this town, absolutely. In any town, ta- I mean, what in a ritzy town? I feel like it's even more dangerous. I feel like then you're in some real shit. Then you like, then you're gonna be like swinging party went went awry and she got confused. You're gonna be like, I knew that guy that moved in across the street looked like Jeffrey Epstein. I'm so glad he died. Or did he? Hot take. 
Uh, <laughs> mm, mm. Now, she did lead officials to the trailer and police detained uh, David Parker Ray and Cindy Hindi. Again, like I, I already said, that it does jump around a little bit because it's all discombobulated how stuff came out because we don't know what he actually did. We don't know how many people I actually may have killed or assaulted, all that shit. Yeah. So it gets it takes this for then after that occurrence, another victim named Angelica Montano came forward with a similar story of to that of Vigil. She said that she had been held captive by Ray and hint after Hindi invited her to her house to pick up a cake mix. How the fuck does something so terrible start with such humble beginnings? Cake mix? You, can ha you had me a cake mix. Right. Like, and it's New Mexico, so I'm assuming she was probably doing this chick a super favor. She's like, hey, we're in New Mexico. You need a cake for somebody's birthday. I have Betty Crocker at the house. Okay. That way, you don't have to drive six and a half hours to Walmart because we're in New Mexico. I'm just saying, you want me to do anything, you offer cake. Hey, we're in New Mexico. Dirt cake. Sand cake. Coming right up, kids. Happy birthday. Shut the fuck up and eat it. I slaved in the kitchen for hours. Now, after being tortured and sexually assaulted, Montano convinced the pair to release her along the highway where she was picked up by an off-duty cop and told him what happened. But he didn't believe her and dropped her off at a bus stop. What a cockbag. Yeah. The fuck? Even if you don't believe somebody, when somebody tells you that story, you at least involve the police for your own safety. Maybe do a teeny weeny bit of investigation don't i'm not even saying that but involve some type of authority even though you are an authority figure you're just off duty how the fuck are you gonna be an off-duty cop and you're not even gonna report it hey he just got off a 12-hour shift he wasn't having i don't give a shit you can't even call somebody hey, like hey greg you still on the clock hey tell cap give me a call real quick well i guess he probably didn't have well, no he probably had a cell phone it was like 97 97 maybe 99. not Hell, a car phone no 99 i had a, a brick no eh, well, it wasn't a brick but Hold on, I'm getting a phone call. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> no, by 99, we had the good flip phones. <laughs> or the, the half flip phones where it just flips down. Yeah. Into the, the, the pull-up. <laughs> pull yeah. I'm trying to think. Let's see, my daughter was born in 97. I had a cell phone then. No, by 99, oh. you had some decent flip phones. It's pretty cool. No cameras yet. But the motherfuckers lasted forever. Oh, yeah. There's a regular in my job that, like, just in the last couple of years, like, finally got a smartphone. You could run over those some bitches with this semi. Are those, like, Nokia 6210s and shit? They'll work. Back when you used to go to the mall and you used to get the screw-on light-up fucking antennas and shit and the batteries that, like, you put a sticker on them and when you get a phone call, they'd light up. Yeah. And, of course, now you got an iPhone or an Android, you fart on them and they quit working. I, I mean, mine's been all right. I do need to replace my screen protector, though. I haven't done that yet. Still don't know how the fuck I got, like, a perfect line break right across the center of my screen. How do we get off on these tangents? It's, if we don't, we're going to have 10-minute shows. Some people might like that. It'd probably be better off, honestly. Now, uh, she later called police about the incident, but there had been no follow-up. Of course. Way to drop the fucking ball on this one, New Mexico polices is. Uh, now, police also identified another victim, Kelly Garrett, from a videotape which dated from 1996. Now, Kelly Garrett was found alive in Colorado after police identified her from a tattoo on her ankle. 
She testified that she had gotten in a fight with her husband and decided to spend the night playing pool with her friends. That's always a good idea. Yeah. Now, Ray's daughter, Jessie, who we've already talked about, who knew Garrett, took her to the Blue Water Saloon and may have drugged her beer while they were there drinking. Um, and Jessie offered Garrett a ride home, but instead took Garrett to her dad's house. Uh, Kelly Garrett said that she endured two days of torture before Ray drove her back to her home, which is, I saw a couple different versions of that. Like one, like he might've taken her home. He might've possibly tried to slit her throat and leave her for dead. And then her husband may or may not have been like, fuck you. You're just lying and cheating on me and like divorced her and shit. Yeah. I don't know. The interesting situation is here now. <coughs> excuse me. This has all already happened. The uh, He's been detained, all that shit. So the FBI sent 100 agents to examine his property and surroundings, but no identifiable human remains were ever found. It's the desert. It's not really that surprising. Just ask the mafia in Vegas. Now, the FBI had spoken to Ray as early as 1989 in connection with his business manufacturing and selling bondage-related sexual devices. What? I'm still looking for my phone. I just went here to there. <laughs> my phone's gone. Maybe that ghost is on top of the fridge. Mm. Continue. This is going to drive All right. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. We are good at stuff. Found it. Now, Ray was accused separately for the crimes against Cynthia Vigil, Angelica Montano, and Kelly Garrett. Prosecutors said his damage, this damaged their case, actually. Because each woman's story would otherwise have corroborated and bolstered the other's account. So take that as you will. They separated, tried him for three different trials. Even though allegedly, according to the prosecuting attorneys, the three being tried together and telling their story in the same trial would have corroborated one another and made more of a stronger case against him. So kind of dropped the ball on that one, but whatever. Now, the trial for crimes, the crimes against Kelly Garrett resulted in a mistrial after two jurors said they found her story unbelievable. After a retrial, Ray was convicted on all 12 counts that were involved in that particular trial. Now, a week into his trial of crimes for his crimes against Vigil, Ray agreed to a plea bargain and was sentenced to, in 2001 to 224 years in prison for numerous offenses in the abduction and sexual torture of three young women. Whoa, 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 whoa he agreed to a plea deal his he was such a douchebag and piece of shit the best plea deal he could get was 224 years now wait the plea deal was to obtain leniency for his daughter uh well i think they uh, yeah okay i guess you know whatever fuck her too though uh, now, Ray's daughter, Jessie, was charged with kidnapping and crim criminal sexual penetration, to which she pled no contest and received a 30-month sentence and an additional five years to be served on probation. Two and a half years for kidnapping and criminal sexual penetration. Fuck all, two and a half years. How good? What the fuck are you talking about? Fuck whoever made that plea deal for him. Two and a half years? No, fuck you. Do Both we, of you are going to jail. You know well, how, I'm not, I don't disagree with this. What I'm about to say it might piss some people off, but you know how they want equality? Yeah. That's not equal. Well, it's like I'm saying, like, I understand that he took a plea deal to try to lessen the case against his daughter or the punishment for his daughter, but like 30 months? Are you shitting me? Right. 
Like kidnapping in some states is like I think can be up uh, can be a twenty five to life. Oh, I thought like bare minimum ten years. Well, no, I'm 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 yeah. talking like I can, I'm pretty sure that kidnapping can carry up to twenty five to life in some states. Jesus, and she got twenty three or thirty months, two and a half fucking years, and five years of probation. Fuck the five years of probation. Who gives a shit about that? That doesn't even count. Uh, fucking assholes. That makes no sense to me. Right. Now, in 1999, Jesse's boyfriend, Dennis Roy Yancey, pleaded guilty onto the 1997 murder of 22-year-old Marie Parker. Now, Marie Parker was, as the story goes, um, Dennis Yancey's former girlfriend. Oh. Yes. Now, Yancey confessed to helping Jesse Ray lure Parker into captivity in her father's trailer. He also said that Parker was tortured and that Ray forced him to strangle the woman to death on tape. Yes. So there's apparently footage of him strangling this this young girl. Now, he was also charged with kidnapping, two counts of conspiracy to commit a crime, and tampering with evidence. And he was sentenced 30 years, which also seems pretty fucking light. But, but I'll take 30 years over 30 months any day. Catch week. this. In 2010, Yancey was paroled after serving 11 years in prison, and three months after his release, he was charged with violating parole and was remanded to custody where he remained until 2021 huh so he got out in 2021 nice after being out already so good job fucko now in 2000 we're almost done cindy hendy who testified against ray received a 36 year sentence for her role in the crimes and she was scheduled to res receive parole in 2017 and was released on July 15th, 2019, after serving two years of her parole in prison. In prison parole in prison. God damn it. So, yeah. So this, this fucking hoe bag did, what, 19 years for her part in all this? Huh. And really? now David Parker Ray had got the 224-year sentence. He died of a heart attack before serving any actual prison oh, time. Oh, you gotta be... <laughs> What a bummer. Yeah, right? You know how I feel like he, they would have had a fucking field day with his asshole in prison. I would think so. For the shit that he did. Now, uh, I, I threw this in at the end. Uh, Cynthia Vigil went on to found uh, Street Safe New Mexico, which is a volunteer harm reduction nonprofit that works with sex workers and other vulnerable people living on the streets, along with her business partner, Christine Barber. I have a question. I'm not really knowledgeable in the sex worker industry. Mm-hmm. I always thought they had, uh, they were like strippers. You know, I, I've seen some strippers in my day that do private shows. Mm -hmm. they, oh, and I know a, a guy who was like the bodyguard for strippers. Yeah. They went. Mm-hmm. Don't, isn't that what the pimp does? I don't know. I mean, I know if I don't, I can't say I have too much of a high I, level of knowledge. I in would this think particular. if I was going to sell my body for sex, granted, I would starve. But that's <laughs> beside the point. I think I would have a backup plan. Yeah, just in case. Well, it's. I mean, I would starve too because nobody, uh, like I was talking about last night, nobody can afford me anyway. Yeah, you because you talked about a pound. Yes, know. like boar's head roast beef. Whatever boar's head roast beef is, but per pound. That is my going rate. In case anybody's wondering, you know, I would. I guess I understand the inner this like where we live. 
there's going to be, I'm sure maybe the higher class escorts do have that. Mm-hmm. More of a security type system in place. Yeah. But I guess you're, for, I'm not trying to be mean or rude here, but the street walkers probably don't. I, yeah. For lack of whatever they're called. I mean, I don't yeah, I mean any disrespect to the, them. But Now, uh, the only other thing I have on here is some su- suspected victims. So this can't. This isn't even fully attached. But uh, Billy Ray Bowers, fifty-three, disappeared from Phoenix on uh, September twenty-fifth, eighty-eight, and on September twenty-eighth, nineteen eighty-nine, the body of an unknown man wrapped in a blue tarp was found by a fisherman in McCrea Cove at Elephant Butte Lake in Elephant Butte, New Mexico. No ID found. Uh, he'd been shot in the back of the head. Unidentified dissident. Was ultimately identified as Bowers in March of '99 when authorities made dental record comparisons. Hmm. Uh, so yeah, I mean, again, not unlikely, but can't be proven. Twenty-two-year-old uh, Jill Suzanne Troya, last seen on the Frontier Restaurant in the twenty-four hundred block of East Central in Albuquerque, New Mexico, during the late evening of September thirtieth, nineteen ninety-five. Went to a bar with friends, da-da-da-da-da. Uh, witnesses reported that Glenda, her friend Glenda, and Troya had an argument. Well, girlfriend uh, had an argument, and uh, Glenda later told police that she left Troya at the Frontier Restaurant and left with her father, Ray. Dun-dun. And that she and David went to the Elephant Butte Reservoir in north southern New Mexico. Troy has never been heard from again. And Ray wrote detailed accounts of sexual tortures and burials of victims, including one which he described as an Asian woman who fit Troy's description. Hmm. Yes. Uh, let's see. Among possessions associated with victims uh, was a two-page letter dated June 1990 to a young woman named Connie from an Australian man named Mark. And according to Ray's journal, Connie was a white woman that he abducted and murdered in December of 1995. She was 18 years old, had long blonde hair, a birthmark on her chest, and was 160 centimeters tall. I don't know how the fuck tall that is in uh, freedom units. Um, And the Australian Federal Police and FBI conducted an investigation hoping to locate Mark so that he would be able to identify Connie and her family and friends to or to identify Connie and her family and friends, but were unable to do so, and her remains have not been located or linked to an existed unidentified or missing persons case. Huh. Yeah, a lot of these like are suspected, but they they, they actually make a lot of sense to me. Right, it fits the bill. Um, Sylvia Parker, twenty-two, homeless woman living on the shores of Elephant and Butte Lake, uh, was an acquaintance of Ray's via his daughter, who supplied her with meth and cocaine. Um, she was also the mother of two children living with them in a tent she had borrowed from David. And the police later discovered that Parker's boyfriend at the time was Dennis Yancey. Oh. Yes. Now, Parker's disappearance on July 5th, 1997, uh, was when she was abducted and subjected to several days of torture before accomplice Yancey strangled her to death under orders, uh, by Ray. Is this, this is the, the video tape? Yes. yes. Okay. This is. I don't understand how this is alleged, but I guess it's because, like, I, I guess, I don't know. I, if you don't see, evidence? like, a confirmed, like, she's dead, maybe. Oh. I, I don't know. But this, that's the one he copped to. Um, and then 
uh, Ralph Tudor, 61 years old and June 30th, 1999, uh, lived in El Paso. He was fishing in Elephant Butte Lake, uh, caught on his fishing line was an 80 pound gunny sack filled with what he thought was animal flesh. The sack was also quote split along the seam. He then suspected it was human body parts and alerted the authorities. Now the gunny sack was determined to contain human flesh, but no organs or bones. This meant that the unidentified victim was mutilated and dismembered before being dumped in the lake. And allegedly, Ray said, quote, The thing to do is cut them down the belly, scoop out their guts, fill the chest cavity with cement weights, and then use bailing wire to wrap them up. Furthermore, state police found bone fragments in Elephant Butte Lake belonging to a human leg in 2011, and the DNA identified the victim as a female, but she was not linked to any reported missing women. So this guy was a major cock. All of those make sense. You know, how do you bring this up to your daughter? I think it was just kind of a thing the whole time. To get into something like this. You know what I was thinking? I feel like it was just a part of her childhood. I guess. I guess. Because mind you, like, I don't know know which wife she was from. Because he had been married and divorced like four times before he started fucking around with old Cindy Hindi. Well, for one, what did we learn from this? this, uh, Maybe don't fucking marry him. I think don't fuck around with women that name their name rhymes. Yeah. That's my rule one. If your name... First and last name rhyme. Uh, there's no dicking down. I feel like that goes anywhere for anybody. I, like no matter what, what gender, nothing good's gonna happen. I can't disagree. So, if there's any ladies out there with rhyming names, don't call me. It's gonna be a hard pass. I don't think you're gonna have to worry about that one anyway. Womp womp. That was a little hurtful. A little hurtful, Travis. Facts. Uh, but you're right. To the person asking, yes, we're open on Sundays, but I don't work weekends. I'm assuming they're talking about where I work. Well, you you work Sunday night into yes. Monday morning. Yes. So, yeah, that's the story of this piece of shit. He's a fucker. Well, it sounds like there's a group, the whole group. Oh, yeah. It, it's it, like this whole family is fuck-a-lucked. No, but he's he's an enigma. Enigma? That's what I'm trying to say. Thank you. Careful we, with that. That middle part. Because he's put a lot of money into his trail, $100,000. Allegedly. Allegedly. That's too much. Yeah. Hashtag too much. Was very organized, took well, great notes. But let them, let was very careless in his manner, methodology. Mm-hmm. Yeah, didn't, not very good in execution. Right. A, if you're going to be a serial, if you're going to torture people, and that is what gets you off, I'm not condoning it in any way, shape, or form. You should probably, again, we're not, but if I was to do it, you would think that one would eliminate those people. Yes. If I'm ever, if I'm ever abducted and the, my abductor says, you know what, just cooperate, we'll let you out of there. Yeah. Well, and there's I also. I it's bullshit. You're not going to let me leave. Right, and, well, and there's also the fact that you would think that somebody, somebody as fucked as this dude, you would think like the ultimate pinnacle of the situation is would be killing these people. Well, maybe I mean his mo was just you know he he got off on the torture. I mean, 
So you think he went through all this stuff and did all this crazy, horrible stuff to people. And then like, if one of them happened to die on his watch, he's just sitting there like, oh my God, 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 oh my God. What do I do? What do I do? What do I do? It's so gross. Probably. That would be funny. That'd make for a great scene in the movie. It, it would. I'll give you that. Not not a great scene in real life. Great scene in a movie. And Will Ferrell, Will Ferrell playing the part. <laughs> I you might say, watch that. Like fucking do it just like that MacGruber scene when all his friends are. He's like, oh no, they're all dead. Hey, I learned. I, I, once again, recap. Your names rhyme. I'm not fucking with you, and I'm not driving through New Mexico. If you're right, if your names rhyme, you get no time. And New Mexico, no. Give give New Mexico back to make it old Mexico. Send that's our next. That's our next T-shirt. New Mexico, no. New Mexico, no. Thank you. No. New Mexico, no. Gracias. Ain't having it. Anybody with truth or consequences in New Mexico? The, any state that can't name their fucking cities, like truth and consequences. Truth or consequences? Was that the name of the? That was one of the towns. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Eat a dick. Any state that can't name their cities with a burg or a town or a ville. That's a six-syllable town name. Jesus. Yeah, that's right. I still do the claps to figure out the syllables. <laughs> Truth and consequences. Oh, shit. But yeah, fuck off with truth and consequence. That I love how we talk about all this terrible stuff, and this is like <laughs> this is the doing. ending fucking the ending note of that, this whole thing is fuck the town called Truth and Consequences. I'm sure it's a bothers, lovely. That's what bothers us the most. I'm sure it's a beautiful town, probably a great place to live, but it's got a terrible fucking name. It just shouldn't be a thing. That's like like New Hampshire. Where the fuck is Old Hampshire? Good point. Well, it's in England. It was like New York. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I New England. I got you. New Brunswick. Hello, New Brunswick. Fuck, what movie is that from? I have no idea. I can't remember either. Is there anything else we need to talk about? I, I, no, I'm good. Kind of hungry. I'm. I don't know what we're going to do next week. I'm just happy we made two Saturdays in a row. Right. We are. I was literally preparing this episode, like, up until, basically, we were going to, oh, we're going to go live at 8. I was pretty much finishing everything up at, like, 7.56. I would say 7.45. Well, by the time the title and everything went out, why the fuck did I peek so hard right there? Bah! Oh, hello. But, you know, hey, we're doing what we can. That's all we can do. We're trying for you. All 12 well, hey, of you. I will say this. You know, we have popped up in some more charts. I haven't even looked. Lebanon. What is it with fucking, so, like, like Muslim countries? countries love us. <laughs> right. Like, I don't know if that's a good thing that we're so popular in Lebanon and Nigeria. Nigeria is cool. Maybe Iron Baby listens to us. Maybe. It'd be kind of cool. Bibby, hit us up. Hit, hit me up on the gram, bro. Matter of fact, oh, look, let's see. I think I got that email. Let me, let's just look. What right. email? About the charts? Yes. Last time I saw it, we were just in Nigeria. Oh, no. I looked I'll be honest. I don't pay that much attention anymore. I just let the organic happen. Let's see. Even though there's nothing organic happening. We need to. Which oh, just Lebanon. Me. We're just on two different categories in Lebanon. Well, while we're on the subject, incoming, uh, I guess, probably TikToks and YouTube shorts and shit, hopefully soon. Because, fuck, we need to get back on our we're shit. We're getting back on it. 
And I also am very, I'm seriously considering starting another Instagram because they still have us fucking shadow banned. Maybe people just don't like us. Have you ever thought about I filed a complaint and everything, like asked them to take the band down and everything. And we're still fucking shadow banned. Maybe they just don't like us. I think they were just so small. They just don't give a fuck. Hmm. But all of most of our Instagram growth came in the like six months before that. So I'm like, fuck it. I'll just keep doing the same thing I was doing and start a new one. And we'll probably get more followers f- even faster. That'll work. We can do that. <sighs> Bunch of hoes. I'll just put the link to the new one in our current one. Bitches. Fuck meta. Yeah. You know, it's Instagram. Instagram's fucked up anyway. My personal Instagram, it's no either people that I do know that are, I guess, on my friends list or whatever it's called on this. Followers. Followers. Either they don't post or I don't see shit. Right. I just get ads. Yeah. Or it's the same thing, the same people, the same accounts over and over again. Right. Yeah. It's horrible. Because well, somebody at my job, she was like, yeah, you never pop up on my stuff. I was like, yeah, I haven't been posting because we're fucking banned. Like. You know, apparently you're supposed to stay off the account, which I've, dude, I've posted like, I think like three things in the past, like two months and like, we're still fucking banned. I sent something to Instagram, asked them to review it because the content that they banned us for has already been pulled. So what's the fucking issue? Especially considering if they dive a little deeper, they're going to find a lot more memes that are very similar to that one. They didn't say shit about those. You don't say shit about the chick with her ass out or fucking dude with, like, top pubes hanging out of his low-rise pants and shit. Like, I don't understand what's a fucking big deal about my our memes. Because we don't want to offend the sensitive candy asses. And a picture of Jeffrey Dahmer that says, I ate five guys before it was a restaurant is more offensive than half the shit. Like, Alex Jones is on fucking social media, kind of. I mean, that was a classic meme. I do like that one. Right? That was classic. But... Fuck us, right? Fuck you, Instagram. I liked Instagram, too. I had a lot of fun doing Instagram. I don't like... I just don't understand. I, I used to. I used to have a lot of fun with Instagram, and now, like, they just, they're like, fuck you. It's like Snapchat. I don't know. It's the stupidest thing on the planet. Like, I, I have it, but it's not, like, my favorite thing. But it is idiotic. It's whatevs, as they say. I'm Shadow bands are mid, no cap. So now we just got to figure out what we're doing next week. I got, I got an idea. That's dangerous. We calling it dog love. Uh, hit up our uh, basically inactive Instagram because we're still shadow banned. Find us on Twitter, here on YouTube, Facebook, Facebook, uh, TikTok. Yet again, haven't posted anything in like a month. The tickety talkity tick tock, the ticky to the ticky to tick tick tock, and you don't stop the talking till the bang bang boogie. So, um, jump to see now. We're definitely getting a fucking copyright strike. I don't bring it, Sugar Hills gang. Did you see fucking um, have you ever listened to Dudesy Will Sasso's podcast? He started, no, nope. first off, it's hilarious. It's run by an AI. Do what, yeah, Dudesy is an AI, and it's hilarious. Like, it gives them points by the end of the show for like their takes on stuff and they have yet to find out what the uh what they get or what they have to do at ten thousand. they have he has like i think at one point he had will sasso dress up as like a chicken tender platter but dudes he fucking did an hour-long simulated stand-up special in the voice of tom brady 
and they got a cease and desist letter from Tom Brady's representation. No shit. Yeah. They had to Light pull it up, They had to pull it down off of all socials. And it wasn't even him. It was just the AI doing what AI does and like making a fake stand up in Tom Cruise voice or in Tom Brady voice. They read the cease and desist letter on the podcast. It was fucking hilarious. Tom Br- Tom Brady. Fuck him. I used to have a little respect for him. Have a sense of fucking humor. I agree. Like well, and then, don't be a douche. <laughs> like, I guess <laughs> the funny thing is, like, it's at the point now where apparently Dudesy, the AI, doesn't call him, like, won't refer to him as Tom Brady. He, like, if you ever hear him say football, baby, he's talking about Tom Brady. <laughs> oh, whatever. <laughs> the football, baby. Oh, fuck. All right. All right. I, fuck it. We're done. We're out. Let I'm me figure tired. out which way. There we go. Got it. Hit that. Oh, yeah. no, no, no. Don't hit that button. Go down to the next one. I think that's it. Fuck, I can't see. Let's stop recording. This is streaming. Okay, hit something. Fuck so, yeah, something. Uh, hit us the socials stuff next week. Love you. Bye. See you.